guys. Hello. Hi. Hey. Hello. Bonjour. Ni hao. Whatever. Uh, so we're back. <laughs> it's been a while. We know. Um, Actually, we didn't know. We genuinely <laughs> thought it was like a week. Or yeah. like on it on God, I genuinely thought not even God. Like what even is God? Anyway, um, I genuinely <laughs> thought that it had been like two weeks since our last episode until we realized, hey, it hasn't been, and we still have a stockpile. <laughs> so, um, this is actually a new recording, but uh, I think what we'll do is for our loyal fans, i.e., just probably like the half of a person who actually listens to our podcast uh we'll just release all the stockpile ones in kind of one go essentially so have fun with our content (laughs) yeah so basically we kind of unwillingly willingly took a break because you know (laughs) things were going on and uh (laughs) we needed that time to decompress and actually deal with other things but today we're back and we're back with the great topic of a trip report yeah so before we get started okay guys so recently we're having our third wave well our third wave started like maybe like a month ago and like so we're kind of we have like stricter rules than before now but basically again been spending a lot more time at home and like working from home and like I just have a lot more time to reflect again and a lot less distraction and like it's just really hitting me that I just am not whilst I am but like I am not amming because there is no amming but anyway so today we're going to discuss a variety of topics which have been on our minds and yeah I don't know we also haven't talked to each other in a while And then we just kind of realized our minds were synced onto the same topic, which is kind of weird. So, like, (laughs) now it's an episode. Yeah, well, we were just saying, you know, this mostly stems from being, having a lot less distractions, whether that be school or work. I mean, we're still, you know, actively, we're going to be having classes and we are working, but that whole environment of like the workplace or school it's not there anymore to distract us so we're now distracted by the very meaning of our existence Mm -hmm. and not meaning (laughs) yeah i mean like we've all already determined that the whole concept of meaning is only there because we gave it meaning in the first place so the meaning of the word meaning has no meaning unless i don't know Whatever, you guys get that kind of train of thought, right? That type of thinking, okay? It's just really been hitting a lot more lately. I just have, like, these, like, out-of-body experiences where I'm like, wow, I see the motherboard. Or, like, do you ever get that sound in your ear where it's just like, beep, 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 Mm -hmm. and then your ear blocks? Yeah. (laughs) Okay? I've been getting that a lot more recently, and I feel like it's because maybe I'm, like, closer to, like, I don't know, the circuit board, whatever, and, like, someone is just, like, rebooting something in there, and that's why it, like, blocks so frequently. Because it's always the right ear as well. I've never had my left ear block, ever. Mm, For me, it's, like, both of them at the same time, but... Really? No, I always only get one, and then my, like, and then I get, like, really dizzy, and I have to sit down, and I'm like, wow, is this what happens when your body's low on iron? And then I realize, no. (laughs) (laughs) 
I'm like, but, okay. Yeah, I don't know. Guess but, like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's common knowledge that everything is a construct. But, like, the fact that, like, what... I can't even begin to articulate how much it's been annoying me lately. <laughs> okay, what's been annoying is because... I used to be very largely under the assumption that, yes, all things are constructs, okay, and then you acknowledge that all things are constructs and nothing is real, but then now what's annoying me is the whole definition of a construct itself and also the concepts of different constructs differ geographically and socially and politically. That Yeah, it's been really hitting me that the core meaning of these things differentiate based off of where you are so then you can't even actually agree on one thing because there is no one thing to like there is no but there is and no yeah i think like the nuances of the construct of language itself is Mm. pretty like pretty much encompasses most of the not problems but you know the situation that we're being dealt with in terms of putting arbitrary labels on constructs and like the construct of a construct in and of itself the fact that language is a construct and only has meaning because we attribute meaning to it you know what's always annoyed me about language is like you know with nouns and things to figure out the translation it would be kind of relatively straightforward because like you point at dog and then you both kind of agree okay that is Mm -hmm. animal we call it this okay cool but with more abstract subjects like the concept of multiplying for example how do you even begin to come up with a translation for that like how do you even know that it's accurate i don't understand Mm -hmm. how that happened that's the thing i mean it's not like this is anything new right this is like nope from fucking beginning of Greek philosophy, it's like, oh, when you point at a tree, like, this philosopher thinks that you're, like, pointing at the bark and saying, oh, bark. But then, like, another philosopher is like, no, they're, like, referring to the whole tree. And it's like, that, I think that, like, still translates into whatever the fuck we define that is, you know, a lot more abstract and that nothing despite having like this mode of communication nothing that you try to communicate will ever be precisely a hundred percent represented precisely in the other person that you're conveying it to so basically you're alone yeah no i just feel like it's it's just annoying me more so than usual that yeah. That language is so inaccurately accurate that I mm-hmm. just, I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> and then it got yeah. me, okay, no, that thought only came back because I was, again, thinking about um, what it's like to be truly monolingual because there stands this idea that in this modern day and age that no one is actually monolingual because you've heard excerpts of other languages and to some degree you probably know a couple of words or like Mm -hmm. phrases in a different language so no one's actually like fully monolingual but for people who do identify as monolinguals i was just thinking what is that like 
to to only know one language you know because if i don't know the word for something i'm like trying to rack through my brain like do i know the word for it in another Mm -hmm. one and then if i don't then my brain is just like radio silence i'm like huh but like how does it feel to just not know the word for something and then you just kind of stand there and you're just like constant silence in the head mm-hmm. I don't know I don't know I don't I don't know like is it actually different to be monolingual because like there's always those studies that people talk about how like bilingual or multilinguals or polygots especially they, they they have the best memory and they're the ones who learn things and grasp things easiest just because their brain automatically has multiple schema for everything so then they're more used to absorbing information but like is that actually true does that mean if you're monolingual your brain just has less i mean like with all studies it's mostly like generalized results from a multitude of variations of answers so yeah see and then that's what we were talking about right with studies and Mm -hmm. knowledge and like so much of it okay i'm talking mainly about psychology here because it's still like considered a relatively like quote-unquote i think it just applies to most scientific fields in general oh yeah definitely but based off of what i'm about to say which is all from research that i did for something that nothing in psychology is actually accurate technically based off of the scientific method which it uses to determine if something is quote-unquote reliable or not because all the participants that are usually involved in a lot of the studies which are used to back up the quote-unquote information or knowledge in psychology are all from usually white and western cultured individuals so you can't possibly apply that to anyone else that isn't in that specific demographic and aside from like the racial and geographical demographic there's also like socioeconomic status which you have to consider and then they're almost always just usually middle class working or middle class right so i don't really understand how you can have a whole field on that i don't know and nothing it's just the whole concept of everything like shouldn't it just doesn't make sense that there are definitions in a field that are only based off of what like i don't understand what i'm even trying to say anymore whatever (laughs) i I don't know i think the fact that humans are so obsessed with defining things i mean it is our human nature right like we do we're curious fucking beings we Mm -hmm. want to know what everything is i mean the thing about constructs is that yeah constructs are fake and the concept of a construct itself is also made by humans. But I think the most important part of them is, yeah, you can neglect all sorts of constructs and just live whatever life you want with no meaning and whatever meaning you want. But ultimately, constructs are there for a reason, right? They're there to help us make sense of the world. And... I mean, it's like a whole fucking branch of epistemology anyways with what is real, what is knowledge. And the only way that we as humans, with our conditions of human nature, 
can't even begin to process that is through using constructs. I mean, as arbitrary as they are, it is a useful tool. I don't think you can ever deny that. And ultimately, even if constructs aren't real, they're still there and they help give structure to society and whatever day-to-day lives we live within a modern society, which requires constructs in order to function well. Well, maybe not necessarily well, but function the way that it does. And without them, I think it, it doesn't really solve anything, even if you absolve all constructs and even the concept of a construct, right? You're still, humans are still going to be humans, you know, and want to attribute meaning and purpose and understanding to something. I mean, all human, like all we do in terms of whatever knowledge we have, we all just pigeonhole things, right? Everything we know and, you know, that applies to constructs, everything that we created as constructs are just pigeonholes of larger, more unfathomable, abstract things and existing things and beings that we can't conceptualize. And so we attribute our own meaning to it and conceptualize it in whatever way we can. And whether that's right or wrong, obviously that's debatable, but the fact that it exists means something it's still there and just saying that oh everything's a construct doesn't really do anything in terms of finding a solution for whatever perils that you may face as a human living within these constructs you know and you can't say that constructs are good or bad and i shouldn't even be using the word good or bad because that is such a nuanced thing right like nothing inherently I mean, I don't think that you can inherently say anything is good or bad. It just is, you know? Like, things are only good or bad in comparison to everything else that society deems good or bad. Society puts attributes of what's good and what's bad, and that that also changes. So it's nothing concrete. It's not an objective view or whatever is good or whatever is bad. Like, obviously, people might say, oh, murder is bad, but... Can you really say that it's bad? Like, obviously it's bad within the framework that we live in. Like, we understand that. But just the fact that it exists, it just is. Like, taking out all the constructs, all of society, everything. Murder is just murder, you know? You can't really say that it's good or bad, if that makes sense. But even the whole idea of morality is so complex like you can't even say properly what is moral you know and i mean obviously morality it exists and you can attribute things or people to having good morals or bad morals and that is important and that is kind of necessary if you want to live in a society where you know not everything is chaos right but that's just what that is and we can get into what the fuck even is good or bad right i mean you can say the word bad but 
Okay, the thing is, I keep saying that we were discussing, it's because we were discussing this, and then we were realizing, hey, this sounds like a podcast discussion, and then we were like, hey... Hey, we haven't done a podcast in months. We should probably record again. <laughs> uh, okay, so basically, the thing is, okay, like, I just want to keep emphasizing that none of these are new thoughts. They're just like, yeah. I don't know what it is. Just recently, the fact that it's just these, even more pronounced nowadays. Yeah, it's more pronounced, and like, the fact that these thoughts are like re surfacing is like annoying me almost like it's almost annoying me like i just want to get on with life at my sanity yeah no i just like i just want to like not think sometimes just like head empty no thoughts but like even when your head is empty and you have no thoughts you still do because there's stuff in your subconscious right (laughs) so like you can't ever actually have an empty head right like anyway um where was i right so we were talking about how you can't ever actually have the concept of good and bad right? Because you need to have bad to be able to have good. And a lot of people don't seem to understand that. And like, we're all for, you know, world peace, equality. Like, who is it? Like, genuinely, if you're not, you're kind of, I don't know, a sadist, masochist. I don't know what degree of, you know, non-empathy. Yeah, like you're at... I'm an empathic. I'm Shane Dawson. Anyway. um, Bye. (laughs) um so yeah if you don't have the concept of bad then you can't have the concept of good right because if you erase the concept okay so if we use world peace or like equal rights as a kind of example right if if you advocate for equal rights which i think we all should because everyone deserves basic necessities right and in a i guess utopia if we do all manage to gain equal rights eventually you're going to want more and the standard just keeps rising right so there's always going to be an inequality even if you don't like do you get what i mean like you can't have the idea of equality if you don't have inequality in the first place and even when you do somehow achieve this idealized yeah equality it's not actually equality because someone eventually all it takes is just one person wanting more And then that will kind of grow into a slightly larger consensus. And then all of a sudden, your quality of life decreases on its own. And it's like... My problem with equality as well, it's like, how do you even fucking define equality? Like, what what constitutes someone as equal, you know? Like, Like, you can say, oh yeah, this person is equal to that person. But it's like, equality, you know, it it necessarily necessitates like a unit of measure for you to compare to and even that in and of itself is a fucking construct so it's like you can't even it's not even fucking real <laughs> like yeah, they... yeah yeah like it's not measurable like the whole concept of equality is only somewhat like quantifiable mm-hmm. and and it's also subjective like what's equal for one person isn't gonna be fucking equal for the next right and you could like <laughs> 
Yeah. No, yeah. And this is this is what we were talking about last night. Like, it's just that, you know, the whole um, savior complex and also just self-affirmation. Yeah. Like, you do a lot of things to make yourself feel better about yourself. Also, a lot of the times people impose their own beliefs onto others, right? And that's how, especially in Western countries, how like, so many people develop this idea of Asia or just anywhere out of um, English-speaking, predominantly white countries, they projected this whole idea of, like, anyone not living there must have a really low quality of life, and therefore we must help them by throwing money at them or resources. But the, the thing Who are is, they like, to say, <laughs> you know? The thing is, like, how do you know? Yeah, like, how do you know that these people aren't content with their quality of, of life, right? Because, I don't know, I guess, like, some people nowadays consider you know modern technology as in mm -hmm. our devices to be a necessity whereas like you can't guarantee that everyone thinks that way so i don't i don't know it's just weirding me out how like i don't know like everything just ties back onto colonization and white supremacy lately just thinking more about it i haven't thought about a single concept that exists yeah. that doesn't tie into that specifically right because even the whole idea of race itself and also classism to some extent not saying that class itself hasn't existed within yeah. all cultures right because you have like the hierarchy and the rankings and stuff but i guess what we consider the different classes right now like that largely stems from like the whole like colonize so is that to blame for all not. the modern day problems i don't know like why do i even need to think about this it like because then probably like if you do find it to blame and then like you switch course back into like back in time and change all of that there's always going to be something to blame for the world problems today mm. and I, these are world problems for us right like or not even this world problem, just like, you know, things that they, we they're think just about. dilemmas yeah. that exist. <laughs> and like there are actually like there's situations that are there, but to us there's situations. To other people, it might not be a fucking situation. So it's like, who are we to say what the fuck even is a situation, you know? And it's like Yeah. Like I'm not saying that it's not important because it's so I mean like all problems are problems for a reason yeah, like... because they clearly matter and I mean you could argue that everything is a fucking problem because everything like something some things are going to be a problem for different people right and yeah that's why like I just think the whole like concept of egalitarianism is just so futile like yeah it's like a fucking pipe dream like but just the con, like the whole notion of it, is so unattainable and unrealistic that I just can't even wrap my head around it. Like I'm not saying it's a bad ideal. I just think that it shouldn't be looked upon as like as good of a thing it is. Because like, who's going to decide what is, you know, going to be distributed equally amongst everyone when equal isn't even like a viable unit of measurement right I, I know I just don't know why that is annoying me so much recently I think maybe it's because I have a tendency to want to be able to direct my anger somewhere <laughs> or maybe this is like distracting me from other things yeah, yeah. but like I just ugh, I don't know just everything is 
everything is and isn't. Yeah, I don't know. But it is. I, I think it's like the onslaught of just like political fucking volatility in the world right now that also like amplify this thought, right? Because mm-hmm. I don't know. I keep thinking about, I don't, like, I can't, I don't know how to phrase, <laughs> articulate this, but like people, like political bearings and identities are so fucking weird to me like the fact that i don't know like i feel like it's like a i mean obviously has always existed but it's even more amplified now with like you know being so connected whether that's like digitally and like politically like access to information etc like the fact that political thought has become so gatekeeped and so divisive or it's like it's like, not even just political thoughts yeah, just everything in it's general like, it's almost everything because like yeah. if you think about stuff like i don't know why this is the first thing that comes to mind but like alt tiktok <laughs> how gatekeepy that is or like within subcultures it's so gatekeeped There's and like for a what of exclusivity like why <laughs> i don't get it I don't know, but it's it's also like uh, I don't, I, my brain ah! it's smooth now. <laughs> I don't know, just the fact that everything is so. I mean, like even the fact that it's divisive is a fucking construct that doesn't exist. But I'm talking about this construct that applies to society at large in this world that is held significant by society and mm. therefore will hold meaning within this modern society, right? Like, the fact that political views have Can become... we even call it modern society? Because I feel like we're not progressing <laughs> at all. Society at large, like, I okay. feel like... Okay, like, I can't say that society, whatever that means, hasn't progressed. Because clearly we live differently. But, like, I don't know. There's just still some, like... Sometimes I'm just like, wow, like, the universal human experience is so weird. I don't know. I feel like these thoughts started coming right when I, like, started grasping the concept of, like, a year fully. Because there used to be a time where, like, a year would kind of, like, drag on really quick. I mean, not really quick. I mean, it would drag on really slowly. Oh, my God. See what I mean? Words don't have meaning. Anyway... I swear there was a time in my life where years would drag I on. I mean, to be, be fair, like, years oh are perceived as longer when you're younger, right? Because you can't compare yeah, it to Yeah, exactly. And then that's what I mean. I, I don't know what age it was when the years started just like kind of like going by and I'd be like, oh, here we are again. Ah, I swear it was just August. But anyway, um, I swear once I started getting around that feeling, I started like looking around more and I'm like, it is so weird to think think that our environment has shaped us in a way where you it's like it's almost like a fucking like downloadable uh downloadable content packs that you unlock as you age up because i swear you get the same exact thoughts as your peers or people who are like older than you at the basically exact same age group it's like oh yeah when you turn 16 you realize this and then you talk to the people around you they're like shit yeah i realized that like a couple of months ago too and then you talk to people older than you and they're like yeah i realized that when i was your age too and it's like who is putting these downloadable content packs into my mind or like am i just really slow like was i really slow before like i still am kind of 
you know, mind kind of small. But then it's like, I don't know. It, I just feel like I just one day woke up and realized, wow, there are downloadable contents in my mind and they just get injected annually. And like... I don't get it. I don't know. It's like I can't. I can't relate to your experiences. <laughs> Am I crazy? Maybe. Who knows? I mean, who who even can fucking define crazy? It's a fucking construct. See, that's the thing. I remember in math when we ha- in year nine math. Mm-hmm. Um, what's it say? <gasps> you should just look at me every lesson and go like, "You are so weird." And I just tell him, "But mm-hmm. there's no such thing as weird because." Your whole idea of normal is only there because someone told you that's what it is. Mm-hmm. And then he'd like look at me and just be like, "You, I don't understand what you said. So if I unlocked that thought then, do you think he now has unlocked the thought later on in life? Or do you think that the mind still refuses to accept it and therefore they haven't unlocked This is what I mean about the downloadable content, I mean, right? It, either, it really just depends either on it's how pre, you're Either up, right? it's pre-installed, right? And then as you level up you unlock it okay or it's an as you as time progresses you get more downloaded into you or maybe it's like your life experiences like give you tokens for different avenues or different like series of those packs and then whatever fucking tokens you collect you can only unlock those packs at a certain amount so that could explain because then there there are thoughts and ideas that i will that will never implant into my head Mm -hmm. Unless they're being told to me direct, like unless I'm being spoon fed, right? There are ideas and thoughts that, that that will not pop up organically. Okay, I'm not saying that these thoughts that pop up organically are original thoughts, but like you know how like when you start thinking and reflecting, and then you come up with a thought, right? I'm talking about that type of thought as organic. Okay, so there are thoughts that I will never be able to organically produce without someone spoon feeding them to me. I mean, because I don't have certain life experiences, right? And with life experience, some of them, you, they're just completely unattainable, right? Because you, you, you can't just like, switch like it's not necessarily a problem of like, oh, you're not getting out enough, or you're not talking to enough people. It's just like, you're literally, there are some things that you are so like, bubbled up in that you can't leave out of that you can't gain the life experience what am i even talking about but what i'm trying to say is there are some um lot or like there are some locked items or like some special download pack that you have to go on a i don't know like a treasure hunt to find but like the thing is you'll never actually be able to attain them because there are things blocking you but those blocks do they really exist i don't know but the thing is they're still there though but like can you just do like a cheat code and 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 break the blocks like what would the cheat code in life even be Probably like what dying. is the equivalent of mother load oh my god okay wait now that you mentioned dying i have to talk about reincarnation yeah i don't, i feel like lately i've just like kind of accepted the <laughs> universal experience and everything being fucking interconnected and like the whole idea mm-hmm. of energy i mean like it's it sounds like really fucking like I mean, hippie like, what's spiritual your, what's your relationship with religion if you have a relationship with religion <laughs> the only relationship i have with religion is my <gasps> baptizing himself alone without telling us at the age of 59 <laughs> 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 and also um <laughs> my <gasps> 
getting Bible scripts tattooed on his bicep when he didn't go to church in eight years. <laughs> yeah, that's my only um, fucking thing of religion. Like, I've never been a religion. I mean, I went to, like, a religious kindergarten. It was a Christian one, but, like, that's about it. Like, I've never been a religious person thereafter. But then, I don't know. Religion's, like, separated, like, at least in my experience with spirituality and i can't mm-hmm. say yeah, i'm I a very that. spiritual person either but then i've just kind of experienced <laughs> that you know everything's interconnected and like like when people fucking talk about energies now i'm like like i've experienced that feeling you know and like the whole like fucking like collective like the mind of the fucking universe shit is like even that's a fucking construct, right? But then, like... <laughs> I just... Uh, I don't know. I feel like I'm probably more spiritual between the two of yeah. us. I'm, like, grounded. I mean, I'm an earth sign. I should be grounded. But, like, no. <laughs> I am constantly... It's like I'm physically here, but usually... You're astral fucking me. projecting. It's not that I'm, like, having an out-of-body experience, nor am I having an experience of, like, higher thinking or deeper thinking, whichever way you want to call it. Okay, it's just, like, you know, like, sometimes I am fully present. All of me Mm -hmm. is fully present. But then most of the time, I am present enough to comprehend, but not present enough to necessarily produce thought so in just the like moment. being high on ambient without the ambient no <laughs> i don't know that's why i sometimes have delay with getting back to people with what they say and like i'm constantly like it's almost as if i'm like constantly stuck in the past because then i'll like think about what someone said to me i'll be like and then like i, I don't mean know, technically there later, is no I'll be present, like, right like, I know, but like, everything I'll experiences be like, the past. Hey, you know that thing you said to me five weeks ago? Is this what you meant? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Just like the whole idea of death as well is so like fucking mm. strange to me. Because like, you yeah, never really know. fucking die. Like, yeah, maybe your like physical body isn't there anymore, right? But like, like, yeah. e- like this is like fucking. Even science can, like, attest to, like, you know, you can't fucking, like, remove energy from this world, you know? It's always going to be fucking transforming and changing. And then, like, when you die, your fucking body decomposes and goes into, like, the fucking ground and shit. So, you never actually fucking disappear. (laughs) I get what you mean. See, the thing is, I have a really weird relationship with religion, spirituality, whatever you want to call it. But the thing is, see, I grew up the idea ingrained in my head that heaven and hell existed and then I guess purgatory is where like the really really bad people go and then I remember I used to ask the question of like hey my friends at school don't go to church or they go to the catholic church so when we die will I see them in heaven and like when I asked adults that question it would obviously confuse them right because 
on one hand, I'm asking a religious question, and according to the rules of said religion, then it's like, yeah, if your friends don't go to the same church, or if they're not the same religion, then they technically should be going to hell, right? But then you also realize, I guess, I don't want to use the term ethically, but it's the only way I can kind of frame it, but I guess ethically, you're talking to a child, yeah, right? And it would be pretty problematic, I think, to tell a child, hey, your friends are going to hell, you're not going to see them again when they die, purely because of them either being non-religious or um, having another religion, right? So that was like a thing that happened very frequently. Yeah. <laughs> and it's like the response that I always got was just, oh, I don't know, maybe God will cut you guys some slack. Like but something along the lines of that. He's going like, to give you a fucking cheat code. <laughs> yeah, exactly, right? Like that's what I mean. I'm so permanently confused. Maybe because of that. But like that that was my old idea, right? And then the thing that kind of snapped me out of this is one day I was like, I just always assumed it was natural for everyone around me to believe in the concept of heaven and hell and that like, yeah. I don't know. I feel like the whole idea of having like a soul and a spirit didn't come from me going to... Also, I don't identify with the religion currently. I haven't for the past like, how old am I? Like eight. So like maybe like I'll say like 10-ish years. Mm-hmm. Anywhere from like eight to 10 years, whatever. Anyway, so then... The thing that broke that... Okay, right. What was I saying? All right. So the idea of the the spirit and the soul for me never came from religion. That idea came to me because I I don't know how else to explain it, but I just felt it Mm -hmm. in me that you... you, There's like a you as a vessel and then there's a you, right? Yeah. So... So I was always under the idea that when you die, you just kind of leave your vessel, but then... You, you as a concept, yeah, your your essence kind of moves on to like heaven and whatever. You just get and then uploaded I, I did into also the cloud, really, cloud drive, though. Yeah, basically, right. And then I also kind of believed in reincarnation, and like to some degree, I okay. My whole thought about reincarnation is like kind of weird, but anyway, I need to explain this part because I keep going in circles. But my thought about you know thinking that everyone believed in you know, like something after, just the idea of yeah. something after death, regardless of its hell or reincarnation, whatever, was broken when I was talking with a close friend. Okay, so, and it's important that it's a close friend because I just always assumed that all my close friends and I had like similar ideas. I don't know why I thought that. It's really stupid, but I did. And I was like, and they just casually mentioned, yeah, I can't wait to die so I can just not. And I was like, wait, what? <laughs> what do you mean you just want to like, and they're like, yeah, like, nothing happens to you after die. When you die, you just die. You just stop, right? And, like, that to me was the most mind-boggling thing when I was, like, 12, I guess. I was like, what do you... Like, what? <laughs> like, just the idea of... Like, I always knew that there were people... Like, in the back of my mind... Like, in school, we learn about, like, religion and, yeah. like, what happens after you die, all the theories. You learn about all that. So, like, in the back of my mind, I knew there are people who don't believe in any of these things. But, like, it just was so baffling for me, at least, to actually meet someone who told me nothing happens to you after you die because you just stop, right? You just stop existing. And you don't actually know what it's like to stop existing because nothing is nothing, right? You, you yeah. can't imagine what nothing is. You, you, can't, like, you can't look at nothing. You can't hear nothing, right? There's always something. So, like, to actually 
nothing like you don't know what that is right so i was like so baffled and then i kept asking just to confirm i was like so like not even like reincarnation like do you not even believe and they're like no like when you die like that's it like there's no spirit world there's no such thing as energy there's no higher like none of that and i was like huh (laughs) what do you mean (laughs) i'm so lost right now i used to have that mindset too but like I, I, I don't even know if, like, I can properly label what I think is going to fucking happen in the afterlife, but I'm just kind of like, whatever happens, happens, I guess. The thing is, to me, I always thought of heaven and hell, mm. and, like, the afterlife as two separate concepts. Because mm. mm. on one hand, I feel like I imagine that I might end up being a ghost, and the afterlife is where you're still on the the this earth walking you're just on a different realm but you're still on earth right whereas i always thought of a heaven as like you ascend or you know in the case of how you descend Mm -hmm. right but then you're still you you just don't have your body you just are but then there's no actual things you just kind of like i don't know your mind i guess like ever since i was like even little like my whole problem with the whole idea of heaven and hell was like how can you even i mean it goes with the whole idea of like you have to like your human experience is all based off of comparing things right you compare mm-hmm. one thing to another to determine like what thing that you're doing or feeling or saying or whatever but like cuz like even when i was a kid i was like i don't think i could ever have a heaven if i can, like if i don't experience suffering as well you know like it's like the whole like unattainability of like happiness or like euphoria for like a long consistent time because like yeah once you get used to your heaven then like that's gonna be not heaven you know you're just gonna be yeah, like yeah that's I want what more. the good place basically talks about right <laughs> I haven't watched it so I don't know maybe I should but no yeah it's actually a really good show mm-hmm. and I think it I watched it at a good time in my life because as a kid when I because I don't think I. Like, I don't really believe in the concept of, like, a heaven and hell yeah. any longer. I can't say for sure that it doesn't exist, but to me, the in terms of logistically, like, how would that work, I don't really see it yeah. as feasible. But that being said, I'm not saying that it doesn't necessarily not exist, right? But I always thought as a kid when I did fully believe in the whole concept of it was that I didn't have to worry about it because, A... I tick all the boxes of going into heaven, mainly because I thought like, oh yeah, I like pray, so like, I, fam, I'm gonna get into heaven. And second, I was like, oh, I'm a kid. Who's gonna not let a child into heaven? Like, the heck, <laughs> crazy? Like, yeah, I don't know. <laughs> Imagine sending a child to hell. You know, you say that sentence and it's kind of whack, right? So that was like my thinking. So I, I never really. I don't know. Thought about the logistics of it I mean, until you can, like you can even argue on. like the whole idea of religion, right? Like you can say mm. it was like created to control like the masses, you know, like being able to distribute this thing like made pe- made it easier for people to be, you know, good yeah. citizens or good to each other and like cause like less destruction and yeah. whatever. But then it's also like the thing ugh. is, like, I don't even think you can say if religion is real or not Mm -hmm. because i don't know i just don't think it is but i definitely think some aspect of religion was developed i'll use the word developed um 
to give people meaning, right? Because yeah, nowadays obviously. we have so many distractions. Yeah, yeah. Like us even doing this podcast is a distraction, mm-hmm. right? Whilst we just kind of wait out our lives, whatever. And like, I feel like back then people probably had less distractions. They were more like based off survival. And like, it was probably like, like having a religion helped people kind of make groups, right? Because like humans in general, like we tend to want to be in a group because it gives us a sense of belonging mm-hmm. and then i don't know I, I feel like that's and like also back then religion was like cool. so much more of a norm compared to today yeah so it's like that yeah. that was kind of all they knew kind of vibes and yeah. i don't know and like even like in modern i keep saying mo- modern day but like you know nowadays like i feel like a contemporary l- yeah a lot of religion has become like a way to cope with the way the world is which i think is like it's a valid reason like regardless of like what i think of religion you know like who am i to say i mean what there's the stuff exists? like the thing is though there are stuff like scientology i don't know <laughs> if we have to mute that out but like that is straight up not a religion like i guess the argument for some people is like it's not any different to like i guess like i don't know what to say what word to use but i guess like conventional religions yeah okay so I don't know, but to me, I do see a difference between, like, something like Scientology and something that's more, like, quote-unquote conventional. But, like, anyway, that's, like, a whole different topic, I feel like. Okay, wait, can we go back to the afterlife thing, yeah. right? Because because the whole idea of reincarnation, I used to just think, because I remember this documentary of this kid who, like, could remember things from Was it the World War II one? And stuff. I think so, yeah, and, like, he knew the guy's yeah, yeah. name and everything. <laughs> I, I don't know if it was a hoax or not, but, like, just, that's what I used to think the idea of reincarnation is. It's just, you you have, like, a past life, whether it's, like, an animal or whatever, so, like, in your next life, you can either still, you can either move on to being an animal, you can be, like, another human being, and you, you remember parts of your old life and whatever, but now I'm really stuck on the idea of, like, when you reincarnate, your soul gets extracted so not your spirit. Okay. I don't I don't know if they're I'm even using these terms correctly for other people, but this is how I think about it in my mind that the spirit and the soul are not the same thing. Like the spirit is the thing that gives you your personality and I guess your life, right? Whereas the soul is more like you know, when you detach it from the actual like personality, which I guess you could argue is the entirety of you, but like I don't know. I like, mean, as in personality just, is just constructed about, like, within the environment that you've experienced, right? Like, kind of, somewhat, like, I don't know. I just feel like your your soul is, like, a different... I don't really have, like, a definition of it, but, like, your soul is, like, your a vibe. entity. Not your vibe. It's, like, your inner... Like, if the spirit... I feel like the spirit is the vibe, and, like kind of like the inner voice but you know how your inner voice kind of has like another inner voice type of a thing that like kind of I guess like commands I feel like that's the soul I don't even know what I'm saying here it makes sense in my mind anyway (laughs) my idea now of reincarnation that I can't stop thinking about is like if I die now I'm even more screwed right because then I'll basically restart my my soul journey right Mm -hmm. and then i start at level one again which is baby and then 
So, like, I feel like the moment I die, it's either instantaneous or almost instantaneous where I I will pop out as another child, as an, as an infant, a baby, in the same, on the same day that I died, right? So, essentially, I'm just resetting my life vessel. Okay? Maybe I should just tie my Shut death up. to, like, the time oh of God. birth of Nicki Minaj's baby so I can be a pamper for up. life. That's not how it works because the baby's already... Anyway, okay, yeah, I can see why now that doesn't make sense because the baby's already made. So maybe it's not instantaneous. Let's say like a nine month period, whatever, whatever it is. I you just get a pick like and you get to up. window shop your parents from fucking. <laughs> yeah, maybe I don't know, but like basically, I'm I'm just dead. I can't think a way out of this thought like i don't know where it came from it just is where like i feel like you reset your vessel so you start at baby again right and 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 like it's better to live a life longer i can't tell if it's better to like i don't know how to kill off your soul permanently right in this within this idea Mm. right but the thing is i feel like if i died now then i'd come back as a baby in the year 2020 right and then i'll have to keep living so like i'll be in my 30s when it's the 50s right and that's when the planet is supposed to like cease to exist right and it's like i'd like to avoid that but like you can't really avoid it right because if i die now then i'll live to my 30s and like i'd have to literally keep dying at exactly the same age to be able to not remember the planet ceasing or like to not have to experience the planet ceasing to exist if you get what i mean Mm. like it's not it's like you don't end you just have to restart everything and isn't it more annoying to restart an entire game than to just like keep working on one level until you get past i mean i mean with your with your way of thinking about like your version of i mean not your version but just like your idea (laughs) um reincarnation it's like I mean, yeah, that's true. If you like, I don't even know if I can into, call like, it a human reincarnation or just like soul soul transfer <laughs> or soul like fucking know. embedding. I... Dude, I don't even know. Like, I can only think about all these things in terms of like analogies to do with games and like computers. I don't even. I'm not even a. I'm not even a tech whiz or anything. It's just like. Ugh. And then does it not annoy anyone? Okay, in school when we learn about coding, they're like, yeah, you, you do the code to tell the computer what to do. And then I keep asking the question, okay, but who told the computer what the actual code itself means? And no one can answer me that. You're just telling me we hammered a bunch of metal and plastic bits together, fused them together, and then went beep boop, beep boop, sent a current through it to get some electricity running through it. I right, hope some like Kansai hella like fucking like and master then, degree PhD is gonna come bash you in the comments. Literally, please do, please do. I need an answer to this. So how how are you gonna tell me to accept the fact that we hammered a bunch of metal pieces together, put a magnetic field around it to have a current run through it, so then I guess it quote unquote powers up. But then who taught the computer what language like like how do they know that the letter P is P like how do they know what the command means? And like just the whole idea of like a button, like Okay, like maybe the maybe the letters only exist for us, right? To be able to press buttons in the correct sequence. But the thing is, like, how do they even know? Like, how did the computer know that pushing that button will do this and make all of these like pretty images and stuff? Like, I I don't understand how that 
like works like who's <laughs> ah, i'm so confused this is probably due to my lack of um knowledge on how computers and technology work but like I don't know. I don't know. Like, I've asked multiple IT teachers before, like, who told the computer what the coding of the computer means? Like, I just, like, you know, when we did HTTP, wait, we didn't do HTTP. What am I talking about? HTML. Oh my god, that's so embarrassing. Anyway, we did the HTML stuff, you know, when you do, like, the size, you know, 50, whatever. Like, who told the scraps of metal that 50 like what 50 is because don't you like hold the whole point of coding right is you're giving a set of commands to a computer but then how did you tell the computer what the commands mean i don't get it (laughs) (laughs) so i feel like i'm talking way too much in this episode for no reason (laughs) wow I don't know. I mean, who can even say, right? Like, we we don't have the answers, and like, I don't know. Maybe, maybe someone does, but like, also maybe there is no fucking answer, and like, literally everything that we put importance into is trivial. I mean, it is most of the time, but even that whole idea of triviality is a construct. So. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, I but then it's... I hate us! We sound so stupid. Because no, we just sound like philosophy new. majors. No, we don't. I... If I were a philosophy major, I would be able to quote a white man on something they said because they probably tacked a name on this type of thinking already. Um, I don't know. I mean, isn't it kind of like Taoist to think that, you know, everything exists, and but then not at the same time, and you just vibe? I don't know. I don't know what any philosophical terms actually okay, I'm, are. I'm only like, saying... I know about, like... I know, like... <laughs> the only reason why I know this is because I started fucking watching cuck philosophy after their video about K-pop and capitalism. <laughs> the thing is, like, I know, like, certain figures. Like, I did pay enough attention when we still had to do philo, but, like... Mm-hmm. Clearly not to... I don't know. I, I mean, like you can't even, like, condense, like, their whole ideologies into, like, a few fucking months of yeah. school anyway, so. I mean, I feel like so much of philosophy itself is so much, so much of it is built on just men, like, cis white men, especially, cis het white men, so it's like, okay, like, I'm not saying that they're wrong, but also, like, I don't know, there's, there has to be some, like, I don't know, maybe... I don't know, like, I feel like gender, sex, whatever, like, maybe they're just, like, not a thing, and, like, deep down in the soul, we're all, like, composed of the same thought process, I don't know, like, the mind thing, anyway. I mean, even, like, trying, like, it's just not. Anna, like, fucking, even, like, when you break it down into our atoms, we're all fucking made out of the same fucking atoms, right, so... Who can even Carbon. Who can even fucking say like what the fuck we even are and like how are Oh my god, I was talking about this on my spam the other day. There's no such thing as the concept of sharing, right? Mm-hmm. Because you can't actually ever own anything because everything is permanently shared. Yeah. Right? Because the thing is 
even though you currently own the atoms that are composed of your body, eventually when you die, you kind of put back the atoms into the atom verse. Yeah. And then you just are right. And like, it's this like you don't own anything. Like the phone that we're calling each other, like we don't own it because we're just technically like borrowing it indefinitely. Holding on to and it. And then eventually, until it yeah. And then eventually it just like goes back unless you're plastic in which case you're apparently like invincible no there's like Um, plastic eating parasites now that are fucking oh yeah 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 wait yeah i saw that you can't even say that plastic is fucking permanent i mean i guess i could use that as like a defense of fucking like robbery so maybe i would just fucking rob a bank and be like well you can't you can't you can't Um, own anything so a okay so legally that is a joke (laughs) I didn't steal anything. I just borrowed its atom for the time being. <laughs> right? Like, that's how we should think about ownership and owning, right? You're just indefinitely borrowing the atoms. Mm-hmm. I don't even... I don't even know. Like, I'm so sorry if you are a philosophy or science <laughs> or comp sci major listening to this or, or a linguist. Okay? <laughs> I am so sorry. I don't know why you would even be on this podcast. I don't even know why you would have listened up to this point, okay? But if you have, I genuinely apologize to you. Or, you know, you can just, like, tell us. <laughs> tell us what we're saying wrong, but... Hey, yeah. What even the is the like, concept never, of wrong? We never get, like, emails mm. from from listeners. By the way, our email is youtellempodcast at gmail.com. Mm-hmm. Same way it's spelled here, but... Usually, because, I mean, like, half of our audience, I guess, not even half, like, two of the two people who listen to us are just our friends, so basically... <laughs> yeah, the way we keep we talking about it, friends. it just sounds like you're fucking, like, oh, two people literally listen to this. So. Okay, we no, know there's we don't more have of two you. people listening. <laughs> we know there's more of you, but, like, the general gist is, like, usually when someone has, like, a, I don't... It's, it's kind of weird for someone to contact, like... I don't know, maybe there's someone that we don't know in real life who's listening to this. And, like, it's kind of weird to just randomly contact people because it's like, what do you even say? Like, do I introduce myself? No, don't worry. You don't even have to introduce yourself. Make your subject of the email, I got something to say, and then just type it. You can do it as, like, a notes app format. I don't care. I just want to know what other people think that aren't our friends, right? Because I feel like your friends are naturally inclined to be a bit more, like, biased or a bit nicer Mm. to you because, like, I feel like all of our friends have been very supportive like even like we've asked for criticism <laughs> whether it's constructive or not and like everything we've got is super nice sugar-coated cool whatever i don't care you can't really hurt my feelings just go ahead i want to know if what we're saying <laughs> sounds stupid <laughs> because i mean it's kind of their choice to listen so if you don't like it i then want just to know listen. you know what literally email email us like i don't know because also like aside from our friends being nice to us it's also like very echo chambery because like we're all very similar and that's part of what makes you friends right there's having similarities so like i would love for like a third party to just come in and absolutely crush my entire sense of reality or whatever reality is Um, i don't know but like with that being said i feel like it's also important to address you know we like all we talked about was like pretty much like the concept of things existing and non non existence and everything, right? But mm-hmm. like the whole dwelling of it thing, like what does that 
accomplish but like even as i say that what even is you know accomplishment what even is thinking so (laughs) it's like yeah it's like it's fun to like i mean it's not really fun i mean i guess it could be fun but you know it's it's interesting to dwell on all of this but ultimately i just think that you just do what the fuck you want to as long as you're not like fucking putting a detriment into someone else's livelihood you know but then the thing is, like, you have no free will. Everything that you want to do, you only want to do because someone once told you something and then it, like, made you convince yourself yeah. I mean, that you wanted to. I mean, that would just apply <laughs> to, like, language and expression in general, right? Because, like, the only reason that you have the thoughts and, like, expressions is because that you've learned this language mm-hmm. that allowed you to express those yeah. thoughts. It's like the color experiment. There are colors that we can't see simply mm-hmm. because we're limited by the language that we have. Do you think monolinguals see less colors? <laughs> Bye. <laughs> I mean, like, who can even say, like, what fucking color is? Like, my fucking blue might not be your fucking blue, and I would never fucking know, Yeah, 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 know, right? I know that. But, like, I'm talking about that specific study that they did. Um, They went to a tribe, and they showed them these shades of green. But then because within the tribe, I think they had something like 30. I will put this in the description, okay? Because I know I sound really stupid right now, not referencing any names whatsoever. But the general gist is that this tribe had, like, something like 32 or 36 um words. Mm-hmm. to describe colors that we just would call green oh, yeah, yeah. or light green right one, yeah. so then yeah right so then they were able to actually pick out the different shades of green when everyone um in like a western country could see like one shade of green they're like yo what the heck like there is no difference here and it was all just because of the language they use right so mm-hmm. i guess it's not entirely weird to think about how maybe there are like shades of color that you unlock as you learn more languages i don't know mm-hmm. i don't know yeah, I don't know. But that I feel like that's even hard to do now because, like, the whole idea of monolingualism isn't even very much present anymore, you know? Yeah. <sighs> Anyways, uh, we hope you had a fun little existential crisis with us. That's not even an existential it's, crisis. Yeah, it's not even an existential crisis. <laughs> it's just like existing i mean you you don't even exist this is so. more just like us blabbering so we can have a episode <laughs> to put out to make up literally our, our absence <laughs> hey, so yeah not that we owe any of you anything yeah not that we exist anyways so we hope you had a good time oh yeah so thank you for listening leave us a hate comment in the fucking reviews and shit or email us at you tell them at gmail.com and that's about it have a good day even though good doesn't even fucking exist okay bye, bye. okay guys if you're still here you're in our little music of the it's not even of the week i mean this would be like of the episode i'm just gonna say of the episode for now mm-hmm. uh where we give the listeners who say back a little treat or a little suggestion of music i mean it's not even a suggestion you can you have fucking you can do what you want but my music my song of the episode is going to be KLK by Arca and Rosalia because 
That's no, just how my brain be. Rosalia song. <laughs> it's how my brain be activating, just like all types of fucking distorted, but also like vibing and ascending. Okay, well, I'm not gonna do a Rosalia song since you don't. Also, it's weird to think that there are people who don't know Rosalia purely because she sings in um, Spanish and they're like. Hey. Okay, I'll just pick the song purely off of the title. Um, it's Atlas and then Colon. Wait, is it called a colon? Am I crazy? Semicolon. What does it look like? Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, she forgot. Anyway, I'm going to choose Atlas colon Mind by Sleeping at Last. Um, it, it's, yeah, give it a listen. I don't know. I recently hey. started listening to my old plays again, so those are the type of songs mm-hmm. I have on there. Um, yeah, uh, that's it. Okay, bye. bye.